Hey guys, it's Nolan and Jason here with Plumbing Webmasters. Howdy. Today, I'm gonna give two different uh, titles. Do you wanna buy leads or build a brand or more specifically, do you wanna buy plumbing leads or build a plumbing brand? You know, right. I, I just, I, it doesn't sound as good. So no. I just, do you wanna buy leads or build a brand? That sounds better, but we want yeah. plumbing in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah, this it's category <clears throat> specific. So um, I, I first wanna say that I don't have any problem with people buying leads at all. And, right. and I want to say, uh, state a little bit more about it because most people will say, um, will call me and I can, I mean, I've done this for so long, uh, over a decade talking to people. They'll, they'll, you know, other agencies and marketers have said, hey, you should do this or you should do that or this is the only best way to do it. And they're pushing their deal the hardest, you know? Right, right. I don't, I mean, you know, we, we go over built brand building digitally to get leads through organic optimization, 70 right. plus percent, mapping, reviews, reputation, website, organic keywords, all that. So that builds a brand, gets the cheapest lead, but there's nothing wrong with buying a lead if the lead makes money for you, but the lead's gonna make vastly less money, hundreds of percent you know, more to buy the lead than to get the digital lead off of organic SEO by because you built a brand. Right, right. And then I'll tell the story, which you've heard me tell you before, about the uh, the guy who called right. that made me think about this. Um, so a plumber calls up and says, uh, and, and we'll, we'll relate this to contractor and company too here in a second. But yeah. so a plumber calls up and says, hey, um, I want to buy some leads. And I said, well, we can help you get leads, but we don't sell a lead like um, HomeAdvisor, Yelp, Angie's List, Thumbtack, you know, or paid ads on Google or Facebook. We can do paid ads on Google and Facebook. We can't help you with the leads. Don't have any trouble with that or problem with that, but we can help you build your brand online to show up on Google, which is where most of those leads come from that you're wanting to buy. Someone else built a brand. Someone else built a brand. <laughs> and I explained this to him over two minutes, three minutes, just real quickly. And he actually listened to me, which I'll give him credit for that. And he listened to me and, he, and I said, so the difference is, is that if you go to one of these brands, they're up and ranking and in their own right may have some people go directly to the website now, right? right? but they are up and ranking a large percentage comes from that because the majority of homeowners that are looking for plumbing go to Google, vast majority, I think 80 plus, 85 plus percent. And then of that 85% populace going there, 70 plus percent click on a non-paid item, which is organic or SEO, but that includes the map, the reputation reviews and the stuff under the map or if the map doesn't show up that you didn't have to pay for to show up for. And it's quote unquote free and if you have the strongest digital brand, which people refer to as SEO, you show up in ranking. Right. At which point, because the vast majority of people are going here, it's vastly less expensive to uh, pay for someone else's branded web presence to get a lead. Yeah. <laughs> which <laughs> because when when you're getting that when you're buying that home advisor lead, you're subsidizing their SEO effort. Their SEO. They're, yeah. they're, you are paying for their marketing advertising for you to get that lead. And and none of it's going to you. Which can be okay. Like, <clears throat> like I, I will say that 90, I, I don't even want to talk about a percentage on it. And let's not even talk about home advisors specifically. I, that because, was just, I well, no, no, it's but, fine. I'm just for the sake, for the purpose of what I'm about to say, because okay. I, I don't want to single any of these out or, you know, cause any problems. But if someone buys a lead, if a plumber buys a lead, 
they, those, those people that I speak to, I'm going to say about 90% of the time, maybe 85% of the time, hate all of the lead companies. Yeah. That's why I didn't want to single them. They'll, they'll say, I'll pay, I pay X amount a month to whoever. And I hate them. And I hate them. Yeah. But I can't stop. But I can't stop doing it. I, I have to do it or, or I have stopped and I will never do it again. Yeah. And, and my attitude towards it is, hey, it's okay to buy a lead. It's just, in my opinion, it's not okay not to build the brand. Right. Unless you agree that you're not a company. So, and, and so the guy that called, what finished, he listened to what I said. I said, hey, we can help you build a brand to get a lead. What people refer to as SEO. And I say what people refer to as SEOs because they screw it up horribly. I don't. They, they have a missing, you know, misinterpreted it due to propaganda or just information out there. Right. So search engine optimization is really just about building a good brand online with digital signaling that gets graded by the algorithm and determines where you're going to show up on all the non-paid items. That, that's it. The, the maps, which again, people screw that up too. Yes, that's an organic. Yeah, that, the, your map and your Google business profile popping up on the sidebar, those are 100% organic placements. Organic or what you <clears throat> might understand as SEO-able. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you can- Those are there because of SEO. That's how you get them. Yeah, not only that, you'll have a hard time getting it up there as much as, as you want without it. And, and maybe already perplexed as to why you're not up there because you even got reviews and stuff. It's because it's not just a one trick pony deal. And once something's not a one trick pony deal, like throwing an ad on a billboard or yellow pages or a door hanger or a wrap on a truck, that's just one thing. And it's just a direct result. Once it's not a direct result, it's alg algorithmic through Google's algorithm. Right. And that's, um, in our case, white hat, legitimately manipulatable, yeah, which would be called SEO. And Google wouldn't like the term. They wouldn't like the term manipulatable. Manipulatable. <laughs> but that's. Um, but I, I guess we're we're helping. If you want to look at it from the organic term, we're helping the farmer grow a better plant or the business without using pesticides or growth hormones. There you go. Just Good like analogy. Just like we're helping the business owner show up better in ranking right. without cheating against Google's webmaster guidelines. Right. Right. So so that's that's what we're doing. Like, yeah, the farmer can go out and water the plant and bring in natural manure and till the soil and talk to it and all that kind of stuff, you know. Talk to it. Maybe that's <laughs> maybe not. I'm sure there's somebody doing that. You've right heard now. that before, right? Oh, Talking yeah. to plants. Yeah. 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 Anyway. <laughs> no, um, yeah. I actually had a conversation with a client uh, th earlier this week. Um, plumber, he had called in just for an update, wanted to know how his optimization was doing, how, you know, how things were developing. He's been with us three months. Yeah. Um, and I went in, got into Search Console Analytics and everything. And I said, oh, this is good because he is rank one for his name. Right. And gets a lot of impressions on it, which means he's getting a lot of branded search. And it was like uh, for top top of search console, rank one, most impressions, everything, his name. And then after that, about five of his primary keywords he wants. Oh, nice. Yeah. And it wasn't a lot of traffic yet or a lot of impressions on those keywords yet. But the fact, but what that meant is we've talked about this entity thing before. Yeah in Google algorithm is they don't focus on keywords as much as entities. And it's like, in his case, 
his business because it had that branded search and it was had that that ranking for that word right. his business had become an entity within google's algorithm right and the other stuff showing up with it indicated that they had associated those entities with the entity of That's his business cool. which is extremely good yeah. and i was i told him i said this is great keep doing your pins because he was doing them and i was like you are set up to take off very short your, your traffic's already rising long had it been three months three months yeah he's, yeah. he's been with us uh, 95 days so he's already getting some results and his po it's about to explode basically yeah, yeah he, he is poised as the season gets kicking let me explain off. my version of that because I, I think i do a good job of helping people understand because i talk to our uh potential clients each day. Um, people heard of a synonym, different ways to say different words, but that's really in the same genre exactly of that word. Like if the word's good or better, or if it's, you know, I don't know, hot or whatever, whatever the synonym for it is, it's directly associated. But Google has something called LSI or latent semantic indexing. And they've since the concept has changed to an entity. And if you can imagine, a plumber having a bucket of words that's that's uh, synonymous with plumbing. Um, so w whether it's a clogged or a leaky drain or... Or um, associated or, with plumbing yeah, in some cases. Associated yeah. with plumbing, clogs, slab leaks, um, you know, toilet repair, et cetera. Yeah. Um, so camera linings, you know, inspections and all this stuff in this bucket of words associated with it, which is associated with the entity of plumbing. Right. Now, in the case that Jason's talking about, what you didn't pick up there, uh, which I find fascinating, is that this gentleman is doing other marketing. Otherwise, people would not search for his branded name on Google. Yeah. Now, if we <clears throat> had it, if he wasn't working on his digital web presence, so he's doing print or, or truck wraps, wrapped, truck wrapped trucks or something. Or something. Yeah. And so people are going online and searching his company's name. Now, if he hadn't had a concerted web effort started, Google wouldn't even know where to attribute the branded search to. So yeah, right, the, you, yeah. you'd put it in and Google will be like, well, we don't know who this we is. We don't really know who this, this is. This doesn't exist as far as we're concerned. It could be the guy with this Google business profile, but it's so sloppily put together, we can't really give credit to this branded searching right. to any entity or to any brand. So he's building his brand through correlation, through entity, through many different things. And and I, I will get to this. So this, this is, we did a similar uh, podcast this the other day, but these are fascinating if people just listen to what's going on here. Because right. th this is critical to you not being a contractor that's running around a pickup truck if you want to build a, a brand to become a real company that actually profits really well. Right. So, right. Um, so he's doing other marketing and he needs to do all of it together because ultimately the... Uh, whatever else he's doing pales in comparison to what he's about to experience on Google. Right. It, it, yeah. it is about to blow the hinges off the door of what he's doing. The, the, the traffic graph was already accelerating and doing this. Yeah. So, so, so I, I was like, you are about to get slammed, buddy. I want to stay again, state again. I don't have a problem with someone having a billboard, a radio ad, uh, a wrap truck, a yellow page ad. I will tell you definitively from doing this for 12 years that there is no way in hell it will have the return on investment as when he dominates on Google right. for hundreds to thousands of keywords yeah. on mapping and organic. 
and his reputation reviews all yeah. combined. And in fact, as you, you made the point a moment ago, that that other stuff actually aids in him dominating on Google. It does. It, yeah. it creates the branded search. It, it makes people begin to be aware of him so that they start entering that branded search and then Google's like, well, who's that? Oh, wait, there's a website here. There's a Google business profile here. Oh, yeah. that must be the same guy. Oh, he's a plumber. So we stick that over here. He's in this category and he relates to all this stuff. Right. And how does he relate to all that stuff? Because of the website and right. content exactly. and everything that we exactly. put together that relates into pens and all the other things that are going on. Right. So, so I don't hate some of the other marketing for multiple reasons. If he's in a Valpac, and he's got wrap trucks, let's say, yeah. and that's his business model right now. That pales in comparison to what he's going to get. But and, and if you just looked at the Valpac, it's like, oh, I hate this kind of. Although it makes a little bit of money. You yeah. know, I spend uh, I spend four thousand dollars a month for these four zip codes, or two, or whatever. I, I don't know. I haven't priced that. I don't know. I haven't, Valpac pricing these I things. haven't priced that in eons. But let's yeah. say that's what it is. Um, three zip codes, four mm -hmm. grand a month. He's dropping Valpac. Um, and the guy knows that he only makes like a two times return on it. It kind of stinks. Yeah. And he knows that yeah. probably just disappears in other crap and expenses in the company. Right. Um, so he's got that there, but that branded search is pulling extra weight for his organic presence. Yeah. So a couple, all behind the scenes, all behind the scenes. So a yeah. couple of things on the organic branded presence can help. I do want to state too, though, before somebody gets lost in hearing all this crud, it's pretty arcane. It doesn't, I'm going to make some points towards the end of this, but um, we charge people, you know, still to this day, less than a grand a month Yeah. for all the stuff that we do. I'm not saying it won't change. There's been a lot of inflation lately, but we're less, uh, just a little less, just barely less than a grand a month on stuff right now. And I say that because you hear all this stuff and I think that people start to think it's too complicated or I can't do that. So we do all of the stuff for the client, except the client getting pens through data pens, which, which is, is a, super easy, which is two minutes, super easy, ludicrously easy. So we do all the rest of it for somebody. And then some guy has some wrap trucks and pays for this or that. And, and, and they're already doing that anyway. You guys yeah. are already doing this yeah. stuff. So the part that we're bringing to the table is not complicated. We're just explaining all of it, uh, portions of it that we do and how it operates. So understand that this is not complicated and this is not something that costs 5,000 or $10,000 or anywhere near any of that. Um, this guy may just have wrapped trucks in his neighborhood. Uh, for all I know, I've got a guy in my neighborhood. He's not a client and he, um, he has wrapped trucks. He's got this great, um, He's got this great uh, slogan and, and little otter. Like, um, oh, cool. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's kind of cool. It, it is cool. But um, anyway, so. Yeah, well, a lot of this uh, weird esoteric technical stuff we talk about, NTTs and association. We're doing this. Stuff, yeah, we're yeah. doing that. That happens invisibly to you guys as a result of what we're doing. And when you get all the pieces in place, it starts to happen and it hits a critical mass and takes off. Yeah. But it's not, it's, it's not, not like you have to go there and sit there and move all this stuff in place yourself. We do that part. Right. It's not a complicated thing. We're just de describing the components. So this guy that called ended the conversation like that. Nolan, I hear you, but I like it when I can buy leads and if I get busy, I shut it off. And if I want more, I start it back up again. And I thought about it and I left and I, at very least, 
I knew that he was not a client, but my brain keeps working on this stuff. And I either later that day or the next day, probably the next morning, I'll wake up and I'll think about these things. It's like, I know that I couldn't have done anything else with that guy. And had I tried, it would have been futile. And I didn't want to waste my time. Right. Because he was resolute in that. He he was, and that's one of the big problems with people. Like if, if, if you have somebody like myself that got on the phone with you, it's like, it's not dumb to stop for a second. You know, maybe it, the moment went by too quick to realize that you should have a conversation because you have someone with a, some sort of extreme expertise, you know, right. um, but he wasn't in a place to listen. He w- he wanted to lead and he was going to live or die by that lead. Um, the problem with it is, and I, and I thought, could I have taught, spoken differently? I said, no, he wouldn't have listened, but he's not a company. Right. And he, and because he's unwilling to build a brand. So, so who I was talking to was not a client. So ultimately, and, and it, it, it's really important for someone to understand this to me because it's not, I don't care. I didn't, I didn't really judge this guy beyond. I mean, he knows what he wants. He knew what he so wanted. He, I, he, I didn't he, judge he the guy beyond, uh, can you become a client, work with us? And part of it is, you know, you have to have a certain education level. If anybody's listening to these podcasts, they're educating themselves continually. Right. This guy hadn't done that, at least to this point in his life, for him to be able to have an educated conversation with me about how to get leads better. And when I say better, I mean vastly better. And this guy wanted to work with his own two hands or managing some people with their own hands, which to me makes him a contractor, a subcontractor, or at best a general contractor or a contractor with some that's barely above that with some other skills like management of a few people. Right. So he has, he's a skilled tradesman or contractor that has a few extra skills. So he might manage a couple of people, but he is not a company and he's not building a brand. And because he's not building a brand, he's not a company. Yeah. Um, If he had, I mean, let's just say that he had that same, uh, set of desires that he wanted to be able to get a lead. He wanted to be able to not do a job if he didn't feel like it that day or if he was too busy. Right. If he had stepped back and taken a look at it, he could have realized, well, when I don't want to take any more leads, I can simply change my voicemail to say, I'm sorry, we're unavailable right now. Right. And I would be paying less and making more money. And I'm not saying necessarily you should make a habit of not taking calls, but, well, but if the, but if you only want to work part time, let's just say that's your thing. That doesn't preclude what he wanted to do. Didn't preclude what we do, but his approach to it. But he didn't want did. to be a company. Yeah, he didn't want to adapt. He didn't want, he to, didn't be want to be a, become company. a company. He just wanted to go out and get a gig, I mean, do he, it, get paid. He could hire someone to answer gifts. the phones. He yeah. could create systems and procedures. He could hire some plumbers under him. He could make way more money, have more freedom. You called a plumber today um, to update a credit card and he was on a golf course in California. He was on the golf course yesterday when I called yesterday. him. Yesterday. This morning I got him first thing. Okay, but yesterday yeah. he was on the golf course. Yeah. And, um, and that man is definitely a businessman yep. and definitely owns a company and definitely builds a brand. Absolutely. And the guy that we're talking about when he's not busy enough, 
he gets more leads. And when he's busy, literally physically busy, uh, performing labor, then he, he does more, he, he, you know, he doesn't want leads. Right. The guy that you called, um, that's on the golf course has systems, procedures, a brand and a company. And other people working for him to take those leads if he can't personally handle them. Pre if he if he even still personally does jobs, I, I don't know if the guy I talked to is still actually. There's no way out the guy you spoke to. Crawl yeah. spaces. This is a very, uh, <laughs> um, I don't know how to describe him, but the guy was very professional. Yeah, very professional. Yeah, um, he he has graduated from technician to full on entrepreneur. Yeah, presumably makes enough money to play golf. Um, yeah, he was in a golf tournament. Yeah, in California, no less. Right. So <laughs> sounds expensive. Yeah, and and nice. Yeah, yeah. So so that but that's what that's kind of you know we're we're st that's kind of what we're driving at, and it's like yeah. no offense, there's you know the world. The world takes all types, you know. So somebody's got to do that work, and somebody's uh, somebody's got to be. Not everybody can be uh, the company and be that brand. But I will tell you that way more of you guys could do it than you think. And and if you're, it doesn't take much to beat most of the brands that are up there because right. they don't do a proper job of branding the company. Google just puts up there the best that they can find. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, if you see if you see some company that you know has been around forever and they're always in the top for anything, there's a decent chance that they're up there only because nobody has done a better job. It doesn't mean they're doing the best job. It means that nobody else has done better. Jason, there's a vast majority chance that <laughs> from our experience and what we see that they are resting on their laurels and do a horrific yeah. job of their branding and marketing. Oh yeah, quite a, quite. Yeah. Yeah, very high chance. There's so many, let me make this statement. There's so many of them that there's room in almost every market to hit pack three mapping and get primary rankings. Yeah. Now, if you're in a town like the size of Dallas, where we're, we're in Dallas, Fort Worth, there's probably three people gunning for the pack three. Right. Um, doesn't mean you can't get in there enough to make uh, plenty of money, but it's harder in some of those places. Yeah. Um, you can still get plenty of keywords up and stuff like data pens will help you with literally thousands of long tail keywords. Um, and we bring in people I can, there's a guy uh, that we have in Fort Worth that started not too long ago, year and a half ago. You know who I'm talking about? I think his name's Nick. Um, I don't want to say the company name. Oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Done like hundreds and hundreds of pens, gets a lot of calls. He's also aggressive with other forms of marketing, does right. other stuff to build that brand right. awareness. Yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, so I want to talk about some other aspects of this. Um, people, business owners, entrepreneurs, I, I personally think it's important to be honest with yourself about who you are. Um, so is are you wanting to be a contractor only? I, I hear people say this too. Oh, I only want just a little bit. I only want half of that. There, there's no really good way to half step being an entrepreneur or a company. Um, you can limit the growth possibly a little bit, depending on the size of the market and all that sort of stuff. Our, you know, There's limitations within a marketplace, I think, yeah. or within a specialty. But if you don't go for it, you probably won't make it there. Um, and if somebody wants to be, and when somebody's wanting to be a company, or uh, you know, have a company and have a brand. I don't think I'm talking about somebody having a hundred trucks or necessarily even twenty trucks most of the time. I'm mainly probably most of these guys end up with four, five, six, seven, 
make trucks. Yeah, it's uh, a mindset more than anything yeah. else. It, it is. It I, is. I was talking to a guy the other day, and I, I had trouble relating to what he was saying to me because we're in Texas. Yeah. He's in the Northeast. And he told me, well, I don't want to drive. And, and we had set a certain uh, service area for him. Right. And he was actually calling to complain that it was too large. Oh. Um, and he was like, I don't want to drive more than 15 minutes. I don't blame him over there. And I mean, I get it on one hand, but I'm from the wide open spaces of Texas. and Yeah, but plumbers you know, and HVAC have to build by the hour for the, for yeah. the, for the test. And I'm like, okay, because here, the the plumbers or HVAC guys we have here, they'll drive two hours. They will, but the, <laughs> but it's a little different, I yeah. think. Yeah. But, but yeah, it, just the fact it was like, yeah. but that might, but 15 minutes is a short drive. Yeah. That, that to me was damaging to his business. But he was getting enough business to limit it, it sounds like, to limit the... He's fairly new, so I hope so. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, he's in a densely populated area, so yeah. hopefully, yeah. But it, it was weird to hear that because it was like, that's strange that you want to limit it that much. I don't know. I don't know if that is up there. I don't know if it's dumb or not. They can cross state boundaries, state lines, and they have county issues, and it's uh, all they, they have all kinds of stuff going on with regulation and stuff. I think yeah, I, he might have had other problems there. True. Um, but yeah, so so someone admit what they want to do. We help companies. We help. Right. We also, by the way, humbly help a contractor become a company and build a brand. We love doing that. We do it all the time. Yeah. So so it's not, we're not saying that we, we want to work with somebody who's already a company already has a brand. In fact, that's our number one thing we do is to build a brand. Uh, we hope that that person is cognitive and conscious of the situation so that they'll work on that. And, and if somebody just works on it and is aware of what's going on, usually within as little as three or four months, they are starting to do well, like the guy you yeah, referenced. You're, so you're starting to see the results. You're right. Yeah. So it doesn't take very long. It might take a little longer, like a couple, like six, five or six months if there's no website, no Google. If there's no web presence at all, it might take a few more months to get happy, what I call happy, but um, doesn't mean they won't get leads way before that. The guy right. that Jason spoke to was already getting some leads, I'm sure. But yeah, was, he actually, he's told me flat out, he goes, I've noticed an uh, increase. Oh, good. good. So he, yeah. he he was very happy. He, he just called wanting to, he was kind of calling, wanting me to verify for him mm -hmm. that the increase he was seeing had something to do with what we were doing, with the pins he was doing and everything else. He, want, he wanted to get that. Pretty sure. Yeah. That, that kind of connection between the two so that he could be reassured about, you know, what he was doing with his marketing. Well, I, that's what I tell most people when I'm on the phone with them. I said, if they've already had a web presence up for a year, the and let's say they have you know ten Google reviews, the conversation usually goes. Well, if you want to know what to expect, usually within several months in, three or four months in, assuming you get a, a few hundred pins and get a few more reviews or 150 pins or something, and you do them well. With it combined with everything else we do, and of course the software for the pens that we produce, that's proprietary. Um, you should look over your shoulder and be happy. Yeah, that that I'm not saying that this guy may have gotten results in the first week after it was spidered for extra content. Right, but he wouldn't have noticed it that week or the next week. Yeah, or the next week, he would have noticed it after he'd done a few things and it rose even more. And within two or three months in, three three or four months in, he looked over his shoulder at about ninety days and said. 
I think I'm better off than I was. It feels like I'm busier. Feels right like now. I'm busier, yeah. but I don't know for you know. So then, but then you can go into analytics and like show hundreds of percent increases, hundreds of more keywords uh, yeah. being tracked by Google in the top whatever you know. Yeah. Um, so um, you know, this all comes down to how somebody views their business. This comes down to taking responsibility like finding a good uh, agency like us, and there's not really hardly any. Right. Uh, we are one of a few. Um, it, it is about you managing your money, your professional relationships, um, your brand, thinking about your business as a brand and right. a company. And uh, not. And I, I'll stop here and say, I do a lot of hat wearing in the business still. Yeah. I am not the kind of guy to delegate out everything. I'm not telling these guys to go get receptionists and offices and all that Personal stuff. Personal assistants and I'm whatnot. I'm not telling you to do any of that stuff or to get a bigger and fancier car or truck because you think it'll look better. I think all that stuff is nonsense. Um, I, I think the expenses for the business should be ludicrously low. What I'm telling people to do is to, and, and the stuff that I ask people to do is cheap, you know, once you license in the state and all of that, and you have your insurance, the marketing's not going to cost you more than a, a grand or less for organic and design code content, pages, reputation reviews, software for that. That's not going to cost much. And then you might pay for leads and you might spend a thousand to 10,000 for those leads or paid advertising. But most people spend a couple thousand more Yeah, and eventually not have to pay for that at all. Uh, which most people do, but you view it like that and you focus on those things and you view them as important and you look for credible, good professional relationships and have this stuff done and actually right. work on it as opposed to villainizing things, acting unsure of stuff, not knowing what's going on out there because you put forth no effort towards it. Yeah. Um, thinking you cannot do it because you're new and other people been around or they must spend $10,000 or all these false narratives that I hear right. that people come up with. The, if, if someone's showing up number one in SEO in your area, you're, let's just say you're starting a new plumbing company and you got some guy who's been around forever and he, you see him coming up number one in organic, he's not spending $10,000. Yeah. If you see him show up in ads, he might be spending $10,000. But we're not talking about ads. We're, 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 we're talking about organic. If he's coming up in organic, he's might be spending 2000 you know? And so Maybe, yeah. if you come on and spend under 1000 with us, that guy doesn't have data pens. He doesn't have our services, probably. And he doesn't stand a chance from a signaling standpoint, but may not be ousted from his perch immediately. Yeah, no, he won't. He because, won't immediately fall to nothing. There's there's yeah. a lot of grandfathering and a lot of tenure stuff that happens. Right. But so you may not knock him off of that top spot in six months, but you may get the two or three spot, which is a place you can build on. Right. You know, you may get in the three pack. Well, the if map. they do pens properly, they'll get hundreds, of, yeah. not thousands of long tail keywords. That, that, and... that top spot is precarious. Sometimes it seems like someone's up there and they're unassailable, but that top spot is precarious and you can knock them off. So I want to make a point too that 
I think somebody could consider themselves a company. I'm not talking about the state designation of someone having a corporation or an LLC. I, I don't consider that someone in a company. Somebody can have an LLC and they're... they're Any, anybody can go on rocketlawyer.com and start an LLC. Yeah, they're a company technically, but they're not really a company. Yeah. Um, and I'm not talking about the definition of a large entity through like IRS where it's 500 people or something. But if you're talking to your plumber, I think you can have two people and be a company because of mindset and the direction, the growth you're taking towards it. I think you can have 10 people and be a contractor. Um, right. So if you have just two people, I would think you'd grow. I don't, you know, you might eventually end up with seven, eight, 10, 12 people and have a nice company that has some redundancies so you can take a vacation and make a healthy profit. But I think you can be a company at two people and be working that direction. Um, one person, no. But I just want to state that I don't. I'm not talking about stuff with a hundred people or twenty people or anything like that. Someone can have mentality properly and start with two people and say, "I am making actions and activities like I am a company that cares about my brand. That's going to grow into something that's fantastic, that makes healthy profits, and helps me accomplish my entrepreneurial dreams. And I'm legitimately doing things." Pretty proper, pretty properly. I, I, uh, I, I want to state after saying all these things that um, I'm not perfect. I make mistakes all the time, and then attempt to fix them and do better. And so you're not. You can make mistakes. You can screw this stuff up. But um, I guess when I say stuff like that, I'm referring to people that come out and they yell. They're petty about stuff. They blame everything on other people. They don't ever really try. They never really pay for proper marketing. Yeah. You know. it's, I also think it's important to mention that when you're saying we're not talking about a hundred, you know, employee entity or something, Google doesn't really care about that either. That's they don't point. care that you're a big company. They you don't, can be two two people, and it's they don't fun. know. They, yeah, they they don't really know. They, they don't, don't know. they don't care. It's not information they look for. Yeah. Um, if you've ever if uh, if you're a plumber, you've probably noticed if you search for plumbing in your area, unless there are no local independent plumbers. Um, doing any digital marketing, you will notice that the franchise guys don't show up at the top. Yeah. I tell people um, that all the time. And there's a reason for that is because uh, these kind of services are highly localized. Google favors a local provider. Now, you could say a franchise is a local provider, but they're tied to a national entity. So they automatically get a little bit Depends Down on the, the structure, and they yeah. favor a local provider because the user intent is to find a local provider. Yeah, yeah. The Google, I know you know. I just, I just wasn't taking it that far down the chain. I'm <laughs> aware that you know that you know this, but they'll make exceptions sometimes for like a rotor router franchise. Yeah. So if the rotor, but the problem with their franchises is they usually screw up their marketing. I'll, I'll give well, it. Well, their marketing is usually handled by home office that doesn't know how to do local properly no. because all of the home offices people are focused on national level SEO, which is radically different. It's radically and different. And they don't know how to optimize for the local. So what the plumbers don't know that they should know, because I, I think that these false narratives that get trumped up in someone's head, that they cannot do it, that, right. that they're not big enough. The actual Google favors the small local guy because it, it, it syncs up with the user intent is to find a reputable small local company. And as you mentioned, that's because Google has determined, based on user action on Google search, that most users would prefer a local guy. Correct. That's because 
when people call the national companies, they get screwed on pricing and don't have as good a customer service or people working for them. Right. That's pretty typical, not yeah. always. I'm gonna give an example of this because I find this one fascinating. Um, so not only can you get up in ranking, you can many times beat the national companies that sell the leads. Yeah. The reason the national companies, people don't always believe me on this, but it's true. And you'll yeah. find our, because we've done this for 12 years, you'll find our clients outranking, and I'm not going to mention their names on this one, but they will The have lead guys, you know who they the, are. The three lead guys. <clears throat> yeah. So they'll be, oh, those guys show up in the top three. Not always. They show up in top three because Google will make a concession sometimes, let's just, uh, for like a Roto-Rooter, and yeah. I'm not even going to mention this on leads, but, or they'll make a concession to show a mixture Every once in a while, they will show like a rotor rooter, yeah. or they will show leads because it user intent might be to have some choice. So, but people will misinterpret this and say all that shows up is the two or three lead people at one, two, and three. But that's because there hasn't been a local small business that was worthy of showing up. Yeah, when I if we if we've got a potential client or a new client and we do a search in there for their local area yeah. and all that's showing up is the lead guys, I'm like that is an opportunity because Google is waiting for a local guy to show. To have a good enough web presence to show above. Right, right. And and a lot of our guys once they get going will show above. I can't guarantee this is going to happen cuz we don't own Google. Google is fickle. Yeah, and I, I always <laughs> tell people that, but but you can out optimize that. They, the user intent is to show local. I'm gonna go one step further, and this is interesting, but it's gonna be on a um, auto repair. Okay. And, but, but this is really interesting stuff. So we years ago did an auto repair shop, um, and we don't really work in that category anymore. But it was an Amco transmission shop and, and I'm not even getting. I remember that. Give the city, but it was on the out. It was in a suburb outside of Dallas, which, by the way, guys, there's like 60, so you can't really find it. <laughs> so, so it was in a city that was large on the outskirts of Dallas, which there's tons of them. And we, the guy was upset because corporate gave him a website, and it was a duplicate content website set up poorly and didn't work well. Right. And, but the corporate site wouldn't show up well either. And so he was upset by it. The corporate site didn't show up well because user intends to find a local company. Right. But Amco Transmission Shops and, and their brilliance uh, let all the local people have a local URL, and, which they probably own, but like Amco Transmission, then the city name.com. Right. So they have this with a separate website in addition to being listed on the corporate website. But remember, user intends to find a local company, and technically the Amco Transmission is a local company. Yeah. Um, th this is possibly a whole podcast, but I will, I'll, <laughs> I'll explain it really quickly uh, on it because it's fascinating and it's important for people to understand how and why people show up and what user intent is. And it all ties in the brand. Remember, this is not as complicated as we're making it sound because we do all this crap for you. <laughs> um, so, so anyway, we got that guy to show up. Yeah. Corporate found out that we were doing the site and uh, and had us quit working on it. Now, they the same company, Amco, has a transmission shop that's local in Dallas and the corporate. So I'm going to explain how the rankings are today. I looked yeah. at this the other day. I don't know if I told you about yeah, it. Yeah, you didn't. I use this example when I'm talking to people when they start talking about going regional and stuff like that because it gets all jacked up. Yeah. Um, but so that transmission <clears throat> shop that's an Amco is specifically meant for this one city. And 
that guy's number one for like transmission repair, rebuild in this city on his individual site in the suburb that's not as big as Dallas, pretty big town, but not as big as Dallas. Right. Amco is like number four or eight, depending on the day. Like the Amco corporate? The corporate one underneath that. So you search for, and I'm not talking to you, search, you're not searching for Amco. You're searching for, a, I, I'm searching for a general keyword like transmission rebuild in this city TX. Right. He's in the pack three map. He's number one organic and Amco is either number four, between four and eight. Now, they they satisfy the GBP, the Google Business Profile, the locality, the unique website tied to local city. Get all the organic they can possibly get. Mapping, organic keywords, reputation reviews. The guy, the, the AMCO site, which is not proper user intent, but has credibility in that category, is still listed as a user intent potential choice. Right. To give quality choice to the user on Google. But is not is clearly not as uh, not as um, relevant to what the user is looking for. Right. Therefore, low. Yeah. Therefore, out of the out of the top three. Which, by the way, for all the lead companies, <clears throat> same for all your stuff in the plumbing industry for the national franchises, same. Right. All right. So you go over to Dallas, and this is where it gets more fascinating to me, and you type in. Am, uh, I'm sorry, no Am. You type in transmission repair Dallas TX or transmission rebuild and an Amco dealer, different one, with his unique website and his unique stuff is number one organically. However, Amco corporate is gone and huh. back on page three. Because there's a lot more transmission repair in Dallas. Because there's more from. choices. Okay. And, and yeah, so so yeah, and it's it's fascinating. Yeah, so, so Amco, so even though user intent might make Google think, well, not Google know that they might want to see a national company, but not as much as local. It lets them put them up higher on the suburb with less transmission shop choices. But once you go to Dallas, that has seven times more choices, five times more At choices, <laughs> it drops to page three. But why? because users really don't want to see it that badly and there's so many great local options to show. Right. Which, by the way, supports the fact that we're saying that you will out-optimize lead companies. Why? Because it isn't really what they wanted to see. People get upset with Plumber and like, we didn't even touch upon this. So if you don't mind um, explaining why a branded lead is so vastly superior to a uh, bot lead. Yeah. Uh, you know, not even counting the fact that the bought lead is probably sold to multiple people. Right. The branded lead is someone who has found you, possibly already gone to your website, seen the picture of your family or your crew or whatever. They're half sold. Right. And the number one, that lead was already cheaper. Your branded lead was already an order of magnitude cheaper than the bought lead. Right. And it's a hotter lead. Right. There, there's no way in which it's not better. The, the only way the bot lead is better is that it's easier to get. It's sim It's a simple transaction. Here's some money. You have a lead. Give me a lead. Yeah. So it, it requires no other thought. <laughs> so these guys know this, but you know sometimes you'll show up to a plumbing job and there'll be five people there bidding it. Yeah. And so when you call to get a lead, in fact, the premise of the relationship to the to the client that you're trying to get is that they know that they're going to be given a bunch of contractors or companies, you yeah. know, 
and they know that those are going to come out there and you know that too and that's why it frustrates you right but when somebody finds your brand online and they've looked at reviews and reputation and by the way statistically 50 percent of them would have gone to your website that's roughly half the traffic yeah um that is uh that that not saying they're not going to shop but they most of them don't well the thing is most of them have already done their shopping that is the shopping and a lot of the time yeah. They have already done their shopping, or at least a portion of it, and yeah. they've made a choice. Many of these guys don't even, haven't even ever experienced what we're talking about. Yeah. To have a company with a real brand to where the leads come through, they already trust and want your company. Yeah. It's not you calling a lead and hoping they still need service and hoping that you have the best price out of the people, the other four people that called them or whatever. Right. That's somebody calling you, requesting you come out right now and fix whatever it is. So uh, another thing about this lead, the ones they bought, they're not a loyal client. They're less likely to become a repeat client. Right. They buy and they just, they're, they're vicious. If somebody finds you and becomes a repeat client, A, you're going to get more money from them because they didn't shop you to death. And then B, they're going to become a repeat client much better. Right. There's so many auxiliary benefits. When you talk about... I, I was actually going to make the point a minute ago when yeah. you were talking about the national level marketing for like a... You were talking about a franchise, which is why I didn't bring it up. Right. But for a lead selling company, their marketing is not focused on you the service provider, their marketing is focused on the customer right. who they want the customer coming to them, not going to Google search to find something. Well, they don't want them but to coming ever go. To, yeah, because yeah. they don't show up, right. <laughs> which we've already talked about. Right. But they want them to go to their website, right. sign up as a, as a member, and then they get... They say, oh, I need this. Oh, well, these, and then they sell that lead to five guys. Yeah, they're, they're, that, that lead buyer's allegiance is to the brand of the lead giver. Because they got them a good discount. Right. They got them the cheap provider. Right. And that forces your prices down. Well, it makes them more stressed out, forces yeah. your prices down. You don't get repeat business. It makes working just loathsome. Yeah. Stressful. But when you work on that brand and someone has found you in the map pack or Google search, called you and said, um, I'm standing in ankle deep water. How soon can you get here? That's mm. the easiest sale of your life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, most of these guys don't do the uh, restoration work, but. I, I meant the plumbing fix the part. The plumbing like. fix part. <laughs> they get. Um, okay. Yeah. My toilet is spewing to the ceiling. There Please you, come out. When can maybe. You get here? Yeah. The ankle deep water is the ambulance call to the uh, water restoration company. Or right, I looked at, I, I, I went out on my front porch today and there's a crack and water's coming out of it. That's pretty can messed you, up. Yeah. Can you get here in an hour? Yeah. yeah. I actually had a panicky moment the other day. We had to have some rain. And it took an inordinately long time for my porch to dry. And I started thinking, oh, crap. Oh, crap. And then I kind of stepped back and said, oh, I'm on a pier and beam, you dumbass. It just... <laughs> so I can't have a slab leak because I'm on a yeah. pier and beam. But <laughs> yeah, I had that, oh, shit, slab leak moment and then realized I can't possibly. Probably just <laughs> humidity and condensation. Yeah, it was just, yeah. Yeah, I just have a really smooth... And, and I've got a covered porch, and so the sun doesn't yeah. hit. Sometimes but, we'll hit a weird dew point and to where was, the, and the was, conversation yeah. makes you feel like you have a leak. Yeah, yeah, when, yeah you'll, uh, you'll walk out on your porch in the morning, and it's slick, it's just wet, wet yeah. I, and I, there was no rain. Um, all right, so if I had to leave it here and sum up, I'd like to encourage anybody listening to work on a company and a brand 
don't be scared of what these things are. Assume that the things that you have in your mind that might have prevented you from having a properly uh, run marketing campaign and company is a false narrative that you have that isn't true, that you can be the guy on the golf course if you want to be or somewhere in between. Yeah. Um, you can't jump from nowhere to there, but you can get there. Yeah, I think with as little as one person, you can confidently and proudly say, I have a plumbing company. Yeah, that I hate not... sounding like a self-help guru, but a lot of your obstacles are entirely in your head. Well, they are, they are. I mean, I, I we, we deal with that all the time and it's, it's, it's all in the head. It's very difficult for the plumber to parcel the marketing stuff from the, our industry. Yeah. There's so much false propaganda stuff out there and that's a whole, we should do one on false propaganda. That, yeah, that'd yeah. be good. That's, that's a um, podcast series. By yeah. Itself. So, so I understand it, but it's okay. Learn, continue to learn. It's your responsibility to, to market your brand, to be consistent, to be professional, willingness to learn and change, set up procedures. Um, I didn't go into the sale is the first thing, you know, the reason branding should be number one in your head is because the sale is the paramount thing regardless the lead is the first thing to get the lead you have to market to even get a referral or a repeat client you would have marketed to get a lead so right. don't get lost in the semantics of the stuff yeah you can get repeat clients but you didn't get those without proper marketing you get the best leads through branding so you brand and market to get leads the leads become a sale the sale produces income which is resources for human resources expertise, trucks, equipment, and people running the business. And you cannot become a company without that standpoint. So any other view of it is wrong in my opinion. So right. the reason I run a marketing company is because I had a home security company and it never made money unless the sales, unless the leads were cheap. So it didn't make money unless the leads were cheap and I got plenty of them. I could get leads, but if they were too expensive, I failed. Right. End of story, which by the way, is the same thing we're talking about here. If you buy leads, that's the other part of it. You might not fail, but you'll have a pretty bad life. So if you buy leads, you'll have a bad life. If you build a brand, the leads will get cheaper. Right. Whether or not even Google stays around 20 years from now, this concept won't change. Yeah. There'll be something in its place and it, this will all be applicable. It then. will be a, yeah, it'll be a, applicable. So <clears throat> if you build your brand, you'll have a life. If you don't, it'll be a rough life. I can tell right. you from experience, I literally sensed this, sensed it early on. And after my time in security, home security came to an end where I did 20 plus thousand sales and installs, I got into marketing uh, digitally. And this has been and still is the best place for you to get a return on investment. And if you cannot get a cheap enough lead, you will not have a great life. And right. if you cannot build a brand, you will not get a cheap lead. End of story. And you cannot build the brand properly without it being integrated fully through digital. Right. The guy that was he was talking about earlier that Jason was talking about had a brand building going on, but the building of the brand portion that he was doing was most likely expensive with a poor return on investment, which by the way, and I don't even have to know any of this because I'm 49, I've done this shit forever. He called us to fix the damn problem. Yeah. Which we and were we, tasked to do. We took what yeah. all his effort he'd already put in. We added the digital component and boom. We fixed it. 
Yeah. His portion is low return on investment. <clears throat> his problem is evident. I mean, I can look at people and tell what their problem is. I've, you know, I, I told you the other day, this is off. Uh, I like these last two podcasts we've done, by the way. These are, this one's fantastic, I think. But I, I was at a condo taking a work vacation. Yeah. And I had this new Samsung frame TV. Um, and I decided not to get cable because it's problematic um, to get cable here and, uh, and to deal with it with people that come and go from the condo. And yeah. um, anyway, um, I was, but if you, they had this channel that they have old school commercials. The first thing you do when you hit Samsung TV is Chef Ramsay comes up, either Kitchen Nightmares or Hell's Kitchen. So I watched crap tons of Gordon Ramsay just <laughs> railing people. And I mean, I just, I'd watch it at night. I'm like, I got to quit watching this. I can't go to sleep, you know? Like, But I'd watch it in the morning and watch it. If I had a little break and I'd watch it. And I grew to really <clears throat> love the guy from the standpoint of like his expertise level is, I think people like him because he spits truth and do that. And, and I feel like that a little bit when I'm like looking at people or dealing with a client, you know? Yeah. I try not to. You're not as harsh as Chef Ramsay. No, no. I think that they would probably <laughs> kick my ass. Yeah. <laughs> They'd show up at the office. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so I was, I'm watching it and I'm like, it really helped people a lot, but his like, level of expertise is crazy when yeah. he goes through and does it all. But um, yeah, everybody can do this if they want to, but they won't have a company unless they do it. I wish I'd have said this earlier in the podcast, but it's critical that you build the brand. If you don't build the brand, no, I, I. If there's no brand, there's no company. There's no company and there's no life. People, you know, hopefully the plumber is an entrepreneur as well. The plumber's not always an entrepreneur. The plumber's sometimes just a contractor right. that became a contractor that happened to hang a shingle and started a company. But just because they started the company doesn't mean they're still not a contractor. But if you, you know, you don't want to be that guy that is broke down unable to retire, can't do it, and and still literally like, you know, turning the wrench. There's nothing wrong with it, but ultimately you don't want to be that guy to the bitter end. You mentioned the guy local, Nick. Yeah, Nick. That does well. Yeah. <clears throat> I had a conversation. He probably with still goes out, but he's young and still working. He business. does less now, actually. Oh, that, that's what I was actually what, getting okay. at. I had a conversation with him, I guess, six months ago. He had hit this point where he had a bunch of work coming in. But he didn't have any help on the running the business end. He okay. was having trouble finding people to do that. So he hired an extra guy, an extra tech to go out and do jobs. And he runs the business. And he stepped oh, back. Wow. And he said, I've never been I've never been this profitable and this successful until I until I was able to hit that point and do that. Yeah. I mean, he, he what you just said, he forced himself to do it. Because he was worried about not being out in the field at first. Right. And he hit a point where he didn't have a choice. And then he realized that his his better destiny, so to speak, was running the business. I the feel day -day. compelled to say something to anyone listening to all this this long. I want to state that I still do your equivalent of turning a wrench here at the office. Yeah. I still do stuff. So, And you've got to be really careful um, this guy's running his business and making a profit. Yeah, today. he didn't step back, delegate everything, uh, and sip my ties all day. I'm not talking about but. just that. <laughs> you can just hire too many people and kill the profit yeah. margin. Um, you're going to work your business. He essentially stepped back into the kind of the role you have. Yeah. He, he wasn't going out and 
doing the, you know, he wasn't turning wrenches at houses anymore. Business coaches, other people, other business people that don't really own a business will consult me nicely. I think they mean it. Most people don't give me advice anymore unless they're above my stuff or I've asked for advice. I'm just yeah. to that age now. Um, but they'll say, oh, you should, you should uh, delegate this or delegate that, like sales, for example. Yeah. But this is complicated to know this stuff. I know so much stuff to help a client. We, we avert so many problems by just a proper digital setup of the website and content and structure. Right. Just because I help them. But if those positions are replaced improperly, or if you order too many people, you won't make jack shit. You'll make no profit. Right. None. Because you're, um, you're paying all these people to do that work. And there's some things that are not being done as well as you could do them. And as you add one after another and one dumb, sorry, but one dumb receptionist <laughs> to another dumb, uh, you know, order taker to some idiot answering the phone to schedule your leads, which we've listened to plenty of plumber calls to where the phone operator person, whatever, whoever the hell they are, jacked the living hell out of the leads to the point that you didn't even get them on the schedule. Yeah, we, we had a client once that the person in their office answering the phone, people were calling in saying, I need, and every plumber out there going to know exactly how much they would want this call. I need a new water heater installed right away. Yeah. And the person answering the phone with, oh, there's nobody here. You're going to have to call back. These and, by, and that's the end. That person went to the next person on the map pack and called somebody else. That was the end of that lead. That person was paying for clicks, and those were very expensive phone calls. Yeah. Hence yeah. the reason that you need to brand to get at it. Yep. So I, I want you to be able to be successful. We're here for you in our capacity with what we do, which, in my opinion, is the biggest part of your marketing is what we help you with. We cannot help you with your whole business and nor will I be your business coach. Even um, though this entire podcast was sort of in that vein. Yeah. This is all you get. We're not going to do it one on one. No, I, I, I don't <laughs> mind. Well, I'll talk to people for an hour when I set them up, but yeah, I mean, this is, this is all I can do really this sort of stuff, but you know, I want them to be successful, accomplish your dreams and goals. And my opinion on this stuff is that, Real profit comes after mastery of a brand and a company, and then your ability to invest some of that money, not just buy stuff directly with it. And um, I think you can do that. And, uh, and I think anybody can do that just about. And um, it takes time, so don't beat yourself up over it. But we definitely can help with the most critical part of it. Right. I, 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 the other stuff you'll have to figure out and fix on your own, all the little details that come with the lead and, and you know, the sale, everything else. But, but everything else is a privilege to me at that point. Yeah. It can be tedious and frustrating, but everything else is the privilege once you have the lead and the sale, which only comes after you build the, the brand and the company. So I don't have anything else on it. I, I think that was fantastic. I think we covered it. We yeah. rate ourselves five stars today. That was 10 out of 10, Jason. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Well, there's a five, this is a five-star rating system. I wasn't rating That's five true. out of 10. That's true. But yeah, we, well, this is our own rating system. Though, yeah. So let's just give today it. Today, it's 10 out of five. It's 10 out of five. We're amazing. <laughs> All right, guys. Take it easy. See you.